What's up, everyone? It's Saturday. Monday for you, suckers. <laughs> this Sucker. episode is brought to you by Apple, Amazon, and the future AI that will tell you what to do and how to do it. If you're ready to lose your job, it's going to be nasty. We're going to still have our jobs, though. There's no way that, that our voices are going to be AI automated. Can't, can't replace this humor. Oh, it's so easy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. RickerBond.com, give us five stars. Tell a friend that's your favorite pod is Rick and Bond. Please, I'm begging you. If you want to keep going, I will keep going tonight. What's up? Hello, hello, hello. Holy Hey, Y'all make me sick. Well, listen to this. Well, for the same reason. Yo, yo, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to listen to Rick and Bond. Dude, we fine, man. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga a munch. Nigga, either he ate it for lunch. Bitch, on my body, I get what I want. You thought I was feeling you? That nigga a munch. Nigga, either he ate it for lunch. Bitch, on my body, I get what I want. and she says you thought i was feeling you Dude, she thought she thought he thought she was feeling him that n-word if you can <laughs> i guess he's i guess he's a munch uh, that n-word that's, the, munch. That, that's i guess that's the 2022 version of the song scrubs by T- no scrubs by tlc oh well because uh, for me munch sounds like he's like a snack you know a snack Ah, I don't know. I'm getting the opposite because so, he's saying you thought I go, was feeling you. As we go forward, he and the eater, he ate it for lunch, and I think that's unrelated to, to the word munch. I think she's talking about oral sex. Oh, she's just using him for oral. And then she, but said, she, he thought that she was feeling him, but she just wanted oral. B word, maybe. Uh, she, I'm a baddie. I get what I want. She and gets what we, she wants. If we roll forward a little bit here. Uh. It's a repeated. It's a repeated chorus. Uh, again, you thought I was feeling you. He a munch. She's a baddie. I get what she wants. You know my body. I do it with ease. He want my body. He telling me please. Wow. Okay. So big developments there. Big developments, <laughs> big developments there. there, John. <laughs> from Ice Spice, the hottest new up and coming rapper from at all. Atlanta. Only a hundred. Of course, that's nowhere but New York. She's not for a lot. Let me just, let me just. No, 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 no. New York for sure. Yeah, for me, sure. I, I need to make. I can't even make sure because she's. I just ran the lyrics through my head. I was like, no way. No, this is this is New York. Just the way she was talking. She's a nice, nice little looking young lady. She kind of looks getting, like Annie. Uh, kind of, <laughs> kind of like a uh, like a light skinned Annie, or I guess a dark skinned Annie. Because Annie's pretty light. Much I don't know. Um, video out now. Yeah, so 
that's probably going to be a hot song in the next couple of weeks. So, so Joe Budden, right? I know, I know these lyrics because I saw a Joe Budden clip where he's he's talking to his friends, and uh, he says, <laughs> he says, I I, I kind of got to play it. Uh, <laughs> you thought I was feeling you. So yeah, he 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 says those lyrics, uh, and everybody. Hey, look at that. <laughs> you thought I was feeling you? That nigga's a munch. Niggas a eater, he eat it for lunch. You thought I was feeling <laughs> you. That nigga a munch. Nigga a eater, he ate it for lunch. You said that a little too spicy. <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> I, I, we know. I, so he says, he says the he, lyrics. And he says he them with say a, it a little, a little gust, a little bit right? Yeah. And so he's smiling, dude, ear to ear. He's looking around. He's proud. He's like, yeah, dude love that song having a fun time and his supposed friends you know are looking at and then the smile just goes away <laughs> and they're like yo dude what, why did you just sound like you've been like on omegle because <laughs> he realized first he lost himself for a second he broke right. character yeah. and revealed who he really was because hey, you know in the car he's just singing that smiling yelling doesn't care who hears but now he's with the homies and yeah, he has okay. to put on joe button oh i'm yeah. joe button it's okay yeah. like a song joe you can say the lyrics as long as you, know, you can still be a masculine masculine man and say lyrics a little spicy if you will he did say a little spicy uh, maybe maybe don't break character that much Joe. um now nah, i saw a clip on fucking tiktok of like her performing somewhere. People love that song. They're going crazy. Like she wasn't performing very well. So it was just like, you know, lip singing like it goes. But people yeah, but are going crazy. Which industry plant planted her, you know? I don't know. Probably Cardi B's crew, crew or something. <laughs> Who knows? Definitely a plant for sure. <laughs> I'm already seeing all my meme pages promoting her. So uh, like the, the ads are going through. Once you see the memes. Those memes are, are definitely a marketing team of a record label. <laughs> Dude, memes are it's hilarious. marketing steroids. Yeah, it's hilarious. And most people don't know. Meme is, uh, like, take this on, on, on good conscience, that memes are a, a now modern way, very vital to brand equity. <laughs> it's hilarious. Memes are... Depends on what genius. space you're in, but boy... Memes are like at least ten percent of curating a brand's equity. Brand equity. I was doing some research on um, Instagram because I was like, I wonder how this thing started. Didn't start that long ago, two thousand ten. Yeah. So twelve years ago, and I'm thinking like, dude, like so much culture yeah. has spawned just from this app. Instagram models, Instagram memes, like it, like reshaped advertising. Yeah. Um, destroyed teen mental health all in a little over a decade. You know, that's crazy, ridiculous. And it all in its original purpose, it was trying to just be like a location based app. But they were like, no, nah, this is too much like Foursquare. Let's just focus on pictures. Mm. And then they went that route. I see. You yeah. watch a nice documentary? No, I just looked it up. There's not a lot of documentaries on there mm. on, on the history of Instagram. Not good ones. I should make one. There's probably a few. There's a good channel called The Company Man. 
does good work. Um, I did listen to a podcast on Kevin Systrom, the guy who founded it, and how he left because obviously he didn't like the monster it had become, and he tried hard to get it back to its core feature, which was just sharing photos. Mm-hmm. And Facebook was like, nah, let's get some money. And he's like, all right, I'm out. At a certain time, you grow beyond a certain stage that you were the captain of. You could have, you could, they could have spawned, I don't know how much money it would take, but if they made just like, <laughs> a, or just a feature, I guess it could be <laughs> somewhere, but just so you do have nothing but pictures of uh, chronological friends. Yeah. A little feature. See if people absolutely hate it and take it away. I'm sure they thought of that, but they're like, nah. Let's keep people glued for as long as possible. That glue. They probably did some A B testing. Uh. They were like, this makes way, way, way less money. Uh. I don't know. Maybe not. I'm sure they you'd, do. You'd they have surprised. a lot of people. You'd be surprised, man. You think things that make sense people don't do. It's like because they like are killing themselves by copying other features of other apps. I think that's their biggest con. Like they don't really need reels. Didn't even really need stories. I will say, I deleted my TikTok for space a couple months ago. Uh-huh. I I spend some time on Instagram reels that might have been inside of the TikTok app. Scrolling. Interesting. Yeah. Now I only up open TikTok to upload videos for my job. Yeah. Yeah. I, been I guess I do yeah. watch reels. You know. I don't know. Uh, advises a lot of people to make content. I'm really not a big fan of making content. <laughs> not a big fan of consuming content. I like making content. We're making content right now. I like this. You like this? Well, I like certain content. I, okay, the content that I struggle with is content that is forcibly into a box. Making like okay, like it's like TikTok to make good TikTok content. It's a box you have to be in, right? Uh, very curated and like dumbed down. Not dumbed down, but very very simple and educatory. Um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's it depends what you want to do. Like, what do you want to do with TikTok? People. Like. That's the only thing. Like. People equals kind of a certain model. People? What do you mean people? Reach people. Impressions. So you want to like. You want to like educate people, like give them facts. Do you want to do them do skits? Do you want to do news stories? Like, how you gonna how do you reach people? Those are the boxes. I kind of just like potting, you know. But I'm saying there's always a uh, a obstacle. Let's say in the crypto realm. And you know this well because you mastered it. You curated content that educated people about crypto. Very succinct, very uh, YouTube-y. Um, and, uh, drew a lot of people because it gave people a simple explanation of things. <coughs> um, 
that has always been an obstacle for me because one, you gotta like make curriculum. I have never done like that work heavy. Uh, and two, the whole YouTube education vibe content, like newscaster box, I don't enjoy a lot. Well, I will say that, especially in the beginning of my TikTok escapade, those videos are probably like, probably the most authentic I've ever been when it comes to like creating something. Interesting. Yeah, because like literally I've never made anything with less expectation of anything happening. See, yeah, that's very, very interesting. In my life. Like, even with Adobe House stuff, I was like, I hope a couple hundred people see this, you know? Sure. But with, like, this, I was like, I forgot I put it on TikTok. Like, that's how insignificant it was. Interesting, man. So that was your that was your most genuine, authentic content creation. Yeah. Wow. I didn't, like, didn't do any research. I just set up the camera, and I had a crypto channel. I was like, I'll just fucking make a fucking Ethereum video or something. And then I just chopped it up and I put it on TikTok and then people right. liked it. And then I just kept doing that. You are indeed a, a YouTube of the YouTube. Yeah, you kind of got to just like not force it, I guess. This is true. This is true. And people can kind of tell that. Yeah. That's very interesting. Right yeah, I didn't really, think, you didn't really think about, about that, that till now. Yeah. I mean, makes sense. Usually things that are... Uh, free-flowing, <laughs> uh, uh, do resonate with people. But now, when I feel like, ah, oh, I gotta make TikToks to stay relevant, I just don't want to do it. Mm. I just don't want to do it. You know, that's that's kind of the thing. Yeah. Like, when you feel forced. Mm-hmm. When you feel... Exactly, it's become a job. Yeah. There's always the, uh... There's always the, the pushback. The, the, uh, the rebel pushback of having yeah, but I mean, like, it was a good, like, starting point, you know? Now I, like, have something, but I should really, like, not take my foot off the gas so much on that TikTok. Yeah. That's something. something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't was, know. There's, TikTok's different. There's a KSI clip where he's talking about revenue from TikTok and, like, whatever KSI has, which is, like, millions. He doesn't, like, not a lot of volume, but millions. Uh, he's like, yeah, I got like $3,000. And he was like, yeah, when all these people graduate and go to go over to YouTube, it's uh, where the real, you know, league is. Yeah, TikTok is the the, can still, the largest hole of the funnel. Really? Like, you can still, every, everything that is TikTok, put on Reels and you'll blow up relatively similar. My TikToks don't perform that well on Reels. I've been uploading them. Like most of them, and they don't do. They do okay, but not the same. Definitely not the same engagement for sure. Nobody's in the I, comments asking questions. That's true. I do think. I I think <coughs> it's still a, a little bit of YouTube scaling that has to happen. But if you were like, I wonder if it does perform better if you were like a bigger subscriber and normal video channel as its own. Probably, I do feel like those cold though. Yeah, god damn, it's 
really another form. Just like just, but this time the boss is the platform, and he's like, "Give me stuff, give me stuff, let me eat your content, and in return, I'll shit you money. I'll give you money, maybe." You too. All of them. Yeah. I mean, I like the. uh So this is this is a model I found with most. I do this with every YouTube channel I come across. With most YouTubers that are living pretty, pretty financially independent lives, I go to their channels, and let's say a YouTuber has a million subscribers, and I look at how many subs- views on average they get if they have like a couple hundred videos. On average, their video views are low 30, 40, 50, 60,000 subscribers. Huh, that doesn't make sense. How can they be making this good living with not that many views? And then I check out the most viewed. There's always like four or five videos with a couple million, and they're paying for everything. And every channel has that. Graham Stephan even said that two of his videos make like 95% of his YouTube money. Mm. And he posts like twice a day. So I'm like, damn, it's his fucking um, credit card video and his Tesla video mm. that are just doing crazy. So, like having a portfolio of videos, eh? Literally. Yeah. Literally. And you just got to keep making them until like one sticks. But he also said that he wouldn't have made those videos if he hadn't been making videos every day up until that point. Because yeah. he, he got like good at it. Yes. That, that seems to be the same. It's like an exercise. A lot of people. YouTube videos. There was a. So. I was uh, listening to a, a Kanye podcast on Allo, Alo. Do you have you heard of that podcast he was on? No. Recent? Uh, huh? Recent? Yeah, I think a couple weeks at this point. Alo is like a wealth or not a health company. I don't know. Um. But they had a podcast with Mr. Kanye West. I was listening to the podcast of Mr. Kanye West. And I was writing down some notes. Um, and I recorded the note-taking session. And after that, it was like 1 a.m. in the morning. Uh, and I was walking around. And I've had this idea for a little bit. But it pieced together throughout the years a tiny bit. And it boils down to like a one-to-one recreation of a memory. So, and this goes away from the note writing session, but so you wake up from a, a dream and you roll over to your side and you write down the, the dream you had. And then mm-hmm. you go back to it like six hours later and you try to read it that experience of whatever you were experiencing in your mind is completely different and couldn't be communicated well with a a notepad that you wrote down. So you go back to that exact moment and basically it would have to be somewhere inside of your brain, but one-to-one experiential recreation of that memory and your thinking process. So if I'm like writing down something 
and I'm I'm writing notes about a podcast, and the, out of this these notes spawned the idea for Facebook. Right? I would love to be able to show my lineage, the like one to one clone of my experience as a human of writing that down and having that thought. But you can't. No. Every communicate every time you you try to communicate a thought, it's with audio, or it's with like text, right? Mm-hmm. Video, um, and say you're you're making a vlog, and you're doing a stream of thought vlog. You can watch it back, and you can kind of remember some bits and pieces of of what you were thinking, but you cannot <laughs> go back and like. Right now, if you like, kind of go out of your body and see around you and your surroundings, you're like, okay, podcast, a couple sounds these ways. Uh, this is my thought process right now. Uh, you can't recreate that because it's like now. Yeah. Recreate the now for the future. Recreate the now for the future. Yeah. Bottle it. Go back to it. That's a fun. Oh, I see. Yes. Like document? It is a, a form of documentation. How come you don't just document? Oh, I'm sure you do. But how come you don't like just make like a vlog of you making your company? Same People thing. like that. Same thing. This is just yeah. kind of things that, that as technology gets more fun, I'm going to start getting into. But Wouldn't it be bitching if the fucking like guys who make Google had a fucking blog of them making Google? Yeah. That'd be sick. More immersive than a vlog. Of really like... You know, like like kind of low-key like being like John Malkovich, kind of. Have you seen that movie? No. It's uh, John Malkovich is an actor. There's a movie called Being John Malkovich. These cats walk into like a an AC unit and it... <laughs> And, it, and then they pop up in John Malkovich's like brain, and they like see his experience. Um, but like playing a video game of of a memory or something, where you experience like if you had Steve Jobs' memory bank, and oh yeah, it was like one to one of what that brain was intaking at that moment. Um, and you could do like human tourism. So when you're like being like i wonder what it's like to make apple you just like also know what it's like to deprive your daughter of just basic i mean you could you could turn (laughs) the knob up you could turn the knob up (laughs) and really just get like the whole holistic view of that human at that time or you could you know company turn the knob down of like oh this is what fun mickey mouse did But yeah. You fucking be like, I want to be Walt Disney. No, Walt Disney, you just go into your his mind. Yeah. You're just the most racist person ever. Well, that's the thing, too, where it's like... Uh, I mean, and Kanye was kind of talking about that in the in the podcast. Where <laughs> at some point... like like, And this goes back to communicating memory only on like text or audio or something. It's very fragmented from your brain to communicating it with either your future self or just like a person. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's very like even you know language like thought to language is still somewhat of fragmented process 
um that i was thinking about that actually too but i was thinking about like the past how like everything in the past up until this point has been like literally all knowledge was just written down on paper and now everything is video everything is audio Mm -hmm. so just think about how much faster societies will progress because they don't have to like spend years translating a fucking foreign language that they don't know you know like yeah the the communication of idea um it has gotten faster. And I think I wrote this down a couple weeks ago. Um, but it was, it was, it's the least amount of friction of thought to communicating that thought. And even, even having a thought, like it's still kind of not, people don't really know how that, or it kind of like just happens, I don't know. But whatever that process <laughs> is going up in the, in the human brain, whatever it's channeling down from the nuts at least i don't know goal but from thought to just instant communication of that thought, learning and information and stuff and you know knowing a book in four seconds because you downloaded a software to your human os stuff like that about to get crazy so, whole software, one-to-one memory recreation is like, all right, this is what your grandpa was experiencing in like, while he was making a company. So, like, when your kids are being ungrateful little brats, just be like, this is what it feels like to be homeless, you little shit. You do that, too. <laughs> and it's on, they're on punishment for a dude, whole day. Oh, dude. So, have you ever seen The Giver? No. So the giver was like is like a one book I read in like elementary school that has like just been with me for a minute. It's been like yeah, that's my one book I really like. Um, and I kind of like recently I was like, oh, this is why freaking the giver has been like a motif in my life for a minute. The giver is about a utopian slash dystopian society that wiped people's memories of like the past and it's very watered down. Um, people are assigned jobs. They'd be killing babies for some reason. I don't know. That's a plot line. They kill babies. Keep them down. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the next generation down. Uh, there's a whole like, uh, like, maturation process of the of the kids, um, and nobody knows what like goes on behind the the walls of the city and stuff. Except for this one dude named the Giver, who's Jeff Bridges, and there's like a whole executive society, uh, people who have executive roles in the in the society. Jeff Bridges has freaking all the memories to like all the things that have been like plopped out of these cats' minds, um, like snow and stuff, and like love and like emotions. Yeah, emotionless as well. The society, and so the yes. giver has to. My kind of, sounds like my kind of place. <laughs> <laughs> when can I move in? When's open enrollment? <laughs> the giver has to to uh, you know has an understudy of a of, of a young giver uh, is the role, and he can communicate feelings and like emotions uh by like touching this dude's head um and communicate the thoughts that have previously been not recorded to anyone besides this person so this person can very immersively communicate 
and emotion and like a time experience. Same, same, another analogy is the, um, it's also not good to give more than like two analogies when you're explaining something, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> okay, Mark Zuckerberg, let's go. <laughs> you know, the, uh, the, the Rick and Morty, when he, he pops out of the VR helmet and he's like, Oh my God, my life. I thought that was my life. Yeah. That is another, a very immersive emotional experience where you're immersed in one-to-one like an experience and emotional emotional state except you should you... probably know that you're not like that person in uzbekistan you were you beat cancer and you went back to selling carpets yeah yeah <laughs> that was the funniest thing i've ever heard it's i really do think it's like <laughs> That show has some of the greatest writing that has been like mainstream. That show is fucking ridiculous. I haven't seen the new season. I haven't seen Rick and Morty in a long time. Yeah, they really hit a, a home run with that show. Now, everything else they create after that is the same show. Might as well. They, like, just well, focus on Rick and Morty, right? Uh,. Maybe they get hired and they need a couple more checks or like they, I, I bet you can hire some more people. They're probably so numb to it. Probably so over it. The fans like suck. Yeah. Probably the fans suck too. The fans suck. You're that's, like, yo. That's been said, right? He's like, these fans are kind of annoying. Fucking who makes it? Adult Swim. Give us more money or we ain't coming back. Yeah. We're going over to fucking Disney Plus. <laughs> You guys want us to go, go climb up the Paramount Plus Mountain? I, uh, speaking of Adult Swim, you know who Ted Turner is? Yeah. Ted Turner, apparently guy. he, CNN guy, he bought, he was like, you know what? Adults should be, should watch cartoons because they were for adults originally. Bought the rights to like every cartoon that Disney didn't own and made the Cartoon Network. Yeah. And then Tur- Turner. Shared. Turner is uh, a good media uh, mogul model. Yeah, I think he's still alive, too. He I don't know what he's up to. has freaking TBS and all that stuff. TNT is under Turner. So they're in uh, Atlanta. I think I might I have seen... TBS was a disease. <laughs> I think it I might TBS. have seen some... Like, there's CNN Towers. Like, Atlanta's, like, low-key, like, Turner country. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. Although it does rain at like two PM on the dot every time of the day. At Atlanta? In yeah. Atlanta? It's like, oh, it's two PM and it's gonna rain for two hours again. That sounds fun. Yeah. It's a little muggy. But boy, they're thick down there. Really? Ice spice? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> a munch, if you will. I can't believe munch is derogatory. Is it? I mean, it, I I feel like she's saying he's like you said it's like a scrub, you know. Just a munch scrub. is like a snack. You're trying to munch on something, Ice or, Spice, or maybe great maybe name. maybe what she means. This is again a callback to Ice Spice. Maybe what she means is like this is just like a like a lineup. He's he's a dude in my lineup of my my box out eating lineup, probably. And uh, you know, so that's just like munch number three. Probably, probably that's how it goes. All right. <laughs> I felt like I was a freaking middle-aged man with like two kids trying to explain some lyrics. You see, 
Uh, yes. So, so she has like a lineup of like dudes. Okay. 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 Imagine there is a class that like a school that teaches people English and there's a class specifically on hip hop slang. That would yeah. be interesting. Man, there was a, there was a freestyle, I think it was on LA leakers where the guy's whole, or at least a part of the, the, the rap was him comparing like us to UK slang. I was like, it was very informative. <laughs> it was, it was the, the slang was all very, uh, you know, not super, I guess the slang is street either way. It wasn't exactly like slang for London Stock Exchange, if you will. Hey, man, should I go to London or not? October? Yeah, give me a yes or a no. Yes. If you can afford it, I wish I could join, but I have a fucking not in the long flight right now. It's not, what is it, like nine hours, eight hours? Oh, flowers, 12 hours. 12 hours, put on a podcast, (laughs) take a nap. Man, London. coming back from that last travel, I was, I've been overcorrected 25 years. I mean, I've traveled a lot before, but... Paris went kind of fast. That was 10 hours. Okay. Like, just one nap, but, like... Did you take first class or just normal or what? Uh, no, first class was, like, eight grand. I took That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it goes from, like, coach is, like, 800, which is less than, like, a flight to Atlanta. And then it was, like, anything above, like, coach. Like, coach plus. Like, if, if you can, you know, swing your dick out, it's fucking... Four thousand dollars. It's it's a little cramped, but it's honestly it, it goes pretty fast. Watch a movie or two, read a book. You know, right. like on the way back, I was uh on the way on the way there, I was with my friend, and we were just cracking jokes, so it went by fast. But on the way back, I was alone, and I feel like that went faster. Mm. I don't know how. Gotcha. But I also had a road of myself on the way back, so that helps. Dang, a lot. <laughs> Gotta Man. say, if you get. You get lucky a couple of those times, and you're like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like wow. I was so happy. I was like, "Oh, thank my, god!" I might have to cop an exit row or something. But yeah, I was thinking yeah. like, I was like, maybe I'll go later. But there's not much like. When's later? You know. When's later, man? It you know. Exist. You could get a bitch this, pregnant this tomorrow. Kind of, the one thing, as we have to take a pause here, and I was like, "This is gonna be like a few thousand that I could invest either way." They can't put a price on experience. Yeah. Kind of can. <laughs> I think you could quantify it. I spent a lot of money at Paris, but I don't. Um, I don't regret it. Just go. Fuck it. How long are you there? See, that's also the thing. It's a little like rushed. And by rushed, it'd be like maybe six, seven, eight days to travel. And then I'm going from like UK straight to like, I got to go to LA. Why? Um, LA Blockchain Summit. Go there, by the way. Try to. Oh, uh, okay, I'll go. Oof, that is a little. But you know. That, that does suck that you gotta not go straight home. Yeah. Like, I, I, I was like saying it sucks because, like, it's, it's like a little cramped. Yeah, although sometimes when I travel, I like to be a little cramped because it's like, you know, have you ever been traveling somewhere and it's like, damn, there's, I'm really like, I, I did everything and I'm a little bit like bored. Not bored. I hate the word bored, but. um, No, only when I'm with someone because when I'm alone, I'll just entertain myself. That's a little different, but there's been a few times. Um, I think when I was in the Bay a couple of times, I was like, there's really nothing else to do. <laughs> At this point, I'm just living in the Bay. 
Yeah, I, I just go on like six hour walks. <laughs> like it's nothing. Love walking. Love walking. Bread, coffee, uh, maybe some sport event. Anyways, I'll probably go since someone said yes. Yeah. There's also I, I don't have a. I might be able to swing a media pass, but there's also <laughs> the classic NFT London going on at the same time. Oh God. <laughs> so I'm a little. I was more stoked because on like LA Blockchain Summit, it's a little. The cats who do it are at least a little bit like VC cats. So there's a, <laughs> at least a little bit of like tradfi going on, or funds rather, at least. Um, I like that. Who has the money to be throwing these who? NFT events? Man, all those people that uh, I don't know. There's the. Like in terms of when you say that, I like in my head, like recession and stuff. Is that kind of what you're meaning or no? No, I mean like the first NFT NYC was at the height of the peak. Yeah. And now, and everyone was rich, and now everyone's Well, it's the same people who made NFT NYC. Really? Yeah. Did you go to that? Yes, I did. Was it horrible? I mean, is it like horrible? There were a couple. What did I go to? I think I went to two or three things. It was mostly just like parties. It was fine. Yeah. The one fun thing I went to wasn't even part of it. Yeah. Like it was like a, another separate thing, but I mean, it was fine. It was just like a satellite event thing. I like that. Yeah. I mean, that decentralized things. parties across the city. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it gives you a little like time to be like, oh, I got to go to this thing next. And it gives you a little carrot. Uh, that probably, go there. LA Tech Week was like, maybe it's, it's it's just new and shiny to me, but like that joint was fun. Bunch of fund managers just fucking not smarter than me talking about billions of dollars. I'm like, all right, dude, what are we doing? Just wanking each other. <laughs> not even. Oh yeah, I mean, a couple. There's there's you know, a couple of VC wanks here and there, but just raise fifty million in seed for, for real? <laughs> it's like for fucking Uber for cats. Yeah, that too. It's like, y'all made what? And you got funded for what? How much? <laughs> it's like, all right, okay. Like I said, it was a good eye-opening experience. It's also what traveling to these things does. Speaking of building things, I've been bubbling hard. Yeah. Just learning. This is, this this like I said last week, this can go deep. Nice. Yeah, it's going to take years. It's going to take years. So... I've been like just following this guy's course and he basically just remakes like from scratch um, popular fucking websites like Instagram, fucking YouTube, Pinterest, all that shit. And so I've been going through his Instagram one and just like changing things, giving it the old like Bonjin spin. And I think I'm like 70% through the way. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to like, stop here and see if I can continue without like seeing where this goes and maybe I could like spin my own thing off of this but it's fucking like I, st- I still like don't know what the fuck I'm doing I don't really know basic things but it's interesting like going through a thing just being like okay I want to go to this page oh wait this page doesn't exist I gotta make it you know mm. and like well like just basic features that's another thing on the topic of AI for extending human creation um Like having a program just spin up a bunch of apps or like uh, variations of that app. AI then would make the 
the the like uh what's it called the wireframe for apps and stuff spitting it back to a human and be like all right well, you want to go this direction this direction and it helps you visualize and creates for you that timeline same thing with um like ai generated art right mm -hmm. like i was thinking very cool that you can make like art with the a program but what do you do with like a, a surplus of art but if you have a surplus of like app ideas that's at least a little bit like you can curate some cool output from there well also like because this isn't the first time this has happened there was a surplus of just stuff on the internet once hosting cloud service yeah, cloud every time there's a new thing. technology shift yeah um but there's still like even though like there will be more people making stuff like there always is like most people just have ideas and they don't execute on anything you know so it's really actualize hmm actualize yeah it's really like the people that are like okay let me like try to make something that like actually create something and yeah. you only really hear about the good stuff because people are only going to tell you about it if they like it you know edu. institutions man i love a good institution i love the institution of you know what I was gonna say. Okay, I mean, you could have gone with it. I like could've the branding anything. of institutions. I love going to an institution whilst traveling, picking up picking up merch. I like to rep random locales. Um, I was in an Uber coming from LMU to Santa Monica. LMU, there was a, a tennis tournament, and I wanted to get some LMU gear because to rep a random oh. Loyola Marymount, it's fun. Gives you a little nice little NFT joint. Shout out to Ellen Q, by the way. Um, My sister went there. And I had this, an Uber driver, it was a pretty long drive, like 30, 45 minutes. He was an Indian dude. Uh, he was into cricket. I was like, all right, man, get, give me the cricket teams. You're going to help me get like my cricket team. I picked it. He was like, tell me analogies and like, locations and stuff i was like yo give me one like that's like by the water so i can like travel to india and like rep this random team and be by the coast you know i ended up picking not a coastal team but um like research into markets and like emerging markets uh like gets you invested into a in a place or like a league uh which is by proxy a place by repping you know tribal sport teams I picked the the Night Riders. The Night Riders. Yeah. Night Riders for life till I die. <laughs> I Let's saying, go. There you go. But I forgot. I forgot you're always on board with the you know Atlanta Dream and all that. I, saw, I, I bleed fucking whatever their colors are. <laughs> I bleed red. Hey man, we're bringing back the sport though. With the the uh... sports man. <laughs> fuck the Cardinals. The Dodgers lost <laughs> last go. night. Like I care. It was on Apple TV hey, Plus. So I was like, I'll fucking watch it. That is a very interesting piece of data. Some guy 
forgot his name, but apparently it was a, a big deal. Yeah, Pujols. Like the fourth or fifth guy ever to hit 700 home runs he was did it, it last it night. That many, not that many people that did that. I saw that stat in passing. Yeah, it was like they named only Barry Bonds and Babe Ruth and one other guy have to hit this. I'm like, damn, this is a pretty big deal. This isn't yeah, even this yeah. guy's home home game. Albert Pujols been on that team for like probably decades at this point. I think was that the guy who hit it? Yeah, decades. He did at least at least he's been at, on the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, for people who are interested in, in United States lore for at least a decade for sure. I was thinking, like, how long does it take to hit 700 home runs? Let's see. Got to hit a couple of games, right? I think, but he's probably been in there since, like, the 90s. What? Yeah, man. He doesn't look that old. He's, I mean, 42. Um, yeah. When did he get? He's not American, right? Or from America? He um, is Dominican. I don't know where he's born. 2001. Oh, he, he did move around. Oh, for a long time. Oh, yeah, he's on the Angels. All right. Uh, yeah, so 2001 to 2022. So he was on he was on the Cardinals for 11 years, then the Angels, then the Dodgers, and then this season only. He's been back on the on the Cardinals, which is pretty cool. But sport. Fuck yeah. And so it's interesting that you have watched a, a sporting event and you were at home. Watching. Yeah, I was, um, it was, uh, just cause it was on Apple TV plus. And how much do you watch Apple TV plus? Not ever. Wow. Great. I was man. like, Dang, so no, so like I came across it a couple of weeks ago and yeah. then I was taking my evening walk and there was a Dodger game going on. I was like, it's Friday. I wonder if, cause I know Apple had fucking Friday night baseball. I wonder what are the odds that it's on tonight? Look at Apple go, bro. Bro, they're going, dude. And apparently the NFL just premiered on Amazon. Yeah, was okay. Was it Amazon that got the Super Bowl or is it Apple? I think it's Amazon. Um man, if Apple had that Super Bowl bid, I don't know if it's Oh, Apple is sponsor the halftime show. Um Yeah, and Amazon has oh, they're sponsoring night. it? Yeah, but whoever has the uh, and this is coming from people that Apple TV Plus halftime show. People that Lil Peeps. But whoever gets like Super Bowl rights of Amazon or Apple or probably not Paramount because Paramount, you know, who wants a Paramount? Um, whoever gets rights to that for like a, a group of years, winners. Well, but it's amazing that you have Amazon? a sporting event because it was on a an Apple TV. Because um, the cricket thing was interesting because Apple TV... Apple bought the rights. I think they like bought. I think just the broadcast rights to a cricket league. Um, so while I was in this Uber with this guy who was into cricket, I was like, "My guy, give me a give me a team so I can get invested into this market that Apple's interested in." Also, by the way, Apple put like twenty five percent of production for iPhones um, to India. Oh, they know it's up. They know it's coming. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Which is very uh, scary for geopolitics. If, why? Because if Apple is predominantly producing in China, you have to have a cordial relationship from country to country with China. Uh, and that, that cordialness between two battling or top-ranking countries has been because of commerce. And if you have 
one of your biggest reasons to be cordial with the country, Apple, go 25% of iPhone production to somewhere else? Oh, then there's like, there's no need to be cordial. That's scary. It's, it's at least a little, you know, walking on eggshells. Well, good thing Mickey Mouse is still over there holding it down <laughs> for Uncle Sam. Really? Like, it's really like the, uh, what, what is, it's interesting. And LeBron James military too. too. But the, uh, the military like stations is like commerce for like America. Like you're, 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 um, and it's been said before, I think we've talked about it, but like the, the, uh, like the colonies that America spreads out is like American culture and like McDonald's and, and having that grip there rather than like a military base. Is it significantly cheaper though? Or is it cheaper at all to produce in India versus China? Um, I'm unaware of the economics of it. Great question. Um, yeah, because I wonder what. Wonder what. Because if it's not, oof, scary. It's okay. They'll just charge us. They'll just charge more for iPhones. I'm talking about geopolitics, though. Oh yeah. A quarter of iPhone production to India by 2025. A quarter. That's huge. So this is mm. a, let me see Reuters. Um, also, Tesla's opening up factories in India. Man, if if Apple bought the broadcasting rights to a cricket league, like what else does Apple Apple owns broadcast to baseball? I thought they did own the broadcasting rights to the cricket league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, if they did, yeah, if um, they did. Like they, yeah, they, they own it's not that. like they own like anything that's that's not noteworthy. It's not like they have freaking Apple like they don't even have like a tennis broadcast. <laughs> but you know, watch watch big money move. Um Apple NFL on Prime Video. <laughs> what? NFL? Oh yeah, it's just Thursday night football on Prime. That was yeah. annoying. <laughs> there was a great meme. There's a an Instagram channel that does memes for like betting stuff. Um, and it was like, uh, LeBron James talking to like a young rookie and the rookie being confused. And the caption was me explaining to my dad, the games on Amazon tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and Loki, I had that moment too. I was like, where is this game? And then I was like, it was on Amazon. <laughs> like what a weird, Imagine 1995, bro. Where is this game, bro? That's such a a family guy joke. Dude, which (laughs) fucking game? Oh, it's on Amazon. What? It's on a website. Where they sell books, you know? (laughs) Where where are my toilet paper? Like, is there even a very frictionless Amazon Prime to TV situation? It's just an app on Amazon Fire. Oh. Well, it's just, yeah. Imagine a drone comes to your house and then just like pops in a DVD and it's the game. Oh, well. <laughs> Bringing it back. Like, vintage. yeah, we're going no, retro for the month. It's on, like, yeah, it's just an app on every smart TV. 1996, a kid goes back to the past from the future and says, Bezos, you're going to kill it, right? You're going to, you're going to make a healthy, I'm trying to switch my language. I've said this before, but all the slang for like, Positive stuff is like killing and murder. What's up with that, you know? What's going on with airline food? 
it's the it's it's the it's the natural way of the human sleeping out what's the society what uh, i don't know plugging in either way um you go back say bezos you're gonna have a healthy healthy living bro amazon top company but dude your little book website is gonna be streaming nfl dude what's up with that <laughs> he's like oh word all right okay what if he's like what he's like that doesn't make me sense. there's no video on the internet <laughs> dummy dummy what you idiot <laughs> that's fucking that's stupid. <laughs> you can't even put radio on the internet <laughs> Mark, what if you <laughs> what if you go back in time and you're like, yo, Bezos? What if you're like, yo, Bezos? Your company is gonna make a killing at the Emmys, yeah. and he's like, shit, I'm doing the wrong thing, and he goes to fucking Hollywood instead, <laughs> and becomes nothing. Gets bought out by Paramount. <laughs> Damn, Damn look at that little kitty. You gonna get another one? Nah, I want to, but no. one cat is enough. Cats, man, big old lions. I like I again. I have I have neighboring animals that I chill with from time to time, and uh, again, I'm I'm a like a uncle figure to other people's animals, and I I would have it no other way. And you just give them, inject them with vaccines. You just test uh, your vaccines on them, dude. And send them back home, and they get sick, and their owner's like, "What the fuck is wrong with my cat?" You know, Barstool Sunday conversations, like that one, the uh, the guy that has a mustache and does like between the two fern type interview. Yes, he did one with Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> and the the closing bit was like, "We're gonna play like pin the tail on the on the donkey or this blindfold." <laughs> Aaron Rodgers wears a blindfold and the guy goes over and like does a uh sticks him with a <laughs> a shot and you know the the wasted meme from GTA the wasted music and and filter goes on but it says vaxed pretty yeah. pretty funny skit vaxed cuz he didn't he didn't like the vaccination Yeah, I totally could have not he was not about that life. Well, now we're all going to die. Thank <laughs> <laughs> it, Aaron. Damn it. Aaron. You were right. So I did have the answer. Where do you think you got your cove from? You've had the cove, right? Do I? I don't fucking know. Just living life. I had it twice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm still pretty sure I got mine from a, when I... Ran a half marathon. I got it in June in New York. Wow. Seems like yesterday. June's not that long ago. And people like fucking... Like COVID was actually a thing. Like people were getting it in June. Yeah. And now it's just gone. Pretty. I, I, w- I haven't seen the stats in a minute, but I would be interested in seeing that stat. What if it's just not? It's like the same amount of people. It's like, well, media has been not hitting this up lately. Maybe, maybe the fucking the CPM for COVID stories dropped. So, COVID stats. Yeah, yeah, it just felt like a cold. Yeah, good, good. Uh, shout out whoever does the graphs and like the Google Graph search. 
It's a landing. lot of data. It's a lot it's of all, yeah, data. Google data branch. Imagine how much shit is just being fed into this one page. <laughs> like data-wise? Yeah, just one thing doesn't work. It just like breaks the whole thing. <laughs> San Diego County, 5K deaths. So, Biden, the king of America, said that COVID's over, so I guess... I mean, the pandemic is over. Well, that's an interesting word choice. Um, yeah. It's where... the definition of a pandemic. Uh, What's the official definition? According yeah. to Merriam-Webster. <laughs> starting, it's a, starting an essay. Prevalent over a whole country or the world of a disease. So dude, this, we're, we're looking at this. We're looking at this chart, right? And if you if you do a Fibonacci retracement from the top uh, down to the lows in August, uh, you'll, you'll see that the the retracement is around July was the top. But if we go back up, a little spike back up in the winter time, maybe we got August highs, uh, January highs. So we're looking at like August ski. Same thing, like August highs or local highs, and then January, December, local highs as well. So maybe Jan get a little spike in the cases over there. I got it in Jan too. Maybe Jan. That was fun. So you know, like it literally was fun. Like <laughs> you know what I mean. Not really. What do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. What else is going on? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, let's see. Russia's drafting cats. And I think they said they weren't before. And they're like, hey, guys. I got my invitation. <laughs> got your evite? Mm-hmm. I responded. I'll be um, there. What is an Artemis moon launch? Where are you guys going? NASA? NASA's Artemis moon launch delayed by a storm. What moon are you going to? Oh, the moon. Gotcha. <laughs> Our moon, silly. I mean, maybe like a, a Jupiter moon. Maybe. <laughs> We're going to Jupiter's moon. Well, like a satellite. I'm there. Um... UK Queen dead. We talk about the Queen a little bit. Yeah, old news. Taiwan, you gone. Dangerous signals on Taiwan. China tells Blinken. China has accused the United States of sending very wrong, dangerous signals on Taiwan. After the U.S. Secretary of State told his Chinese counterpart on Friday that the maintenance of peace and stability over Taiwan was vitally important. <laughs> Imagine a country being like, yeah, we got we to gotta keep stability in Taiwan. And China's like, whoa, disrespectful, my guys. Enter the chat. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, whoa, who said anything about stability? We're, 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 they're stable over here. We got them. We got them. Don't worry. They're like grabbing their ass in the background. For our part, <laughs> the secretary made it crystal clear. In accordance with our long-standing One China policy, which again has not changed, the maintenance of peace and stability across the strait is absolutely vitally important. I think Pakistan flooded. Um, quick Something's trip going on in Iran. Come again? Something's going on in Iran. 
protests? Uh, uh, women. Women protests. I see. I see. <laughs> women led protests. Just, just said, oh, yeah, there's a protest. And then right after, women. <laughs> what are they doing over there? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I think it's actually a pretty significant thing. Okay, well, let's, let's, let's type in Iran, huh? Let's look up Iran. What's going on? Young Iranians are rising. Maybe we can up. book some flights. Just on the ground. <laughs> you know the, the, the weird pimple-ridden face guy with the Jew fro, uh, like Channel 13 News on YouTube? He does like no. Nathan for you, but for like on the street journalism, funny stuff. He went to. He, I, w- I would imagine he might go to Iran. Um, young Iranians, Iranians are rising Fed up against decades of repression, arguably bolder than ever. Iranian authorities say they will restrict internet access. Whoa! Once you restrict internet access. Them young boys go crazy, bro. If I ain't got no internet, if I ain't got my talks, we're not gonna take it. For real, if though. I ain't got my gram, for real though. And the country until calm is restored to the streets. Oh boy. Uh oh. That's. <laughs> uh oh. Elon Musk has entered the chat. <laughs> <laughs> and it, well, that's where you go with the decentralized joint. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, which is you know a quite quite the the use case for decentralized internet. And money. But as protests over the death of a young woman in the custody of the morality police, y'all got morality police? Rock the Islamic Republic. Thousands of Iranians have taken to the streets in protest since the death last week of 22-year-old Masha Amini, who was apprehended in Tehran and taken to a re-education center, apparently for not wearing her, her job properly. Dang, dude. Sounds like a history book where girl wasn't wearing a hijab and he got protests in the streets. Since Friday, demonstrations have taken place in at least 40 cities, dang, nationwide, including the capital, Tehran, with protesters demanding an end to violence and discrimination against women, as well as an end to compulsory wearing of the hijab. No more compulsory hijab wearing? What is this? You know? We're done with it. Done with it? We're through. We don't like that, says the government popularly. Dozens of protesters have reportedly been killed in the resulting clashes with security forces. CNN cannot independently verify the death toll because they're not on the streets like we are, live from Iran, Rick and Bond. We go up to the people and say, how many people have died? And they give us an answer. A precise figure is impossible uh, for anyone outside the Iranian government to confirm. Uh, that's a little negative thinking there, CNN. What they it. say? A precise figure is impossible for anyone outside the Iranian government to confirm. Mm. I think it's impossible. It's not a very growth mindset, CNN. Yeah, scarcity mindset. <laughs> for real. Is this what Ted Turner? For real. You think he was thinking scarcity when he bought Bugs Bunny? <laughs> you think he was thinking scarcity when he made Johnny Bravo? No. More cartoons. Uh, so that's a quite hilarious little bridge to make of like <laughs> niche capitalist media and like Iranian death toll. <laughs> Do I need to get Ted on the phone to get your ass overseas to cover this story? Fuck. Uh, 
Amnesty International said Friday that at least 30 people, including four children, had died. According to state media, the Islamic Republic of Iran broadcasting, 35 people have died. <clears throat> well, they got a whole situation going on over there. Public needs answers. But yeah, I don't know. Um, what could be the result of this? Another fun question. Um, well, could it be the protesters, the uprisers, overthrow the oppressive government and live life like the West, or will it just become more oppressive? No internet. Mm. No, it just becomes worse. Historically, when an uprising happens and doesn't succeed, whatever your measure of success is, does the regime go to a more oppressive society? If I were a dictator, maybe, I would. Chip, I would. Maybe you chip away, where over the years you get a little bit of, you don't overthrow, but you get a little bit of freedom here. <laughs> I would be like, you guys, <laughs> you had something to complain about before. <laughs> Whoa. The old, We're going six-day work week. Let's do it. The old ungrateful parent regime. Ungrateful. Old ungrateful children parent regime. I'll give you... You thought you, thought you didn't have rights before. I'm digging for rights to take away from you. Oh, man. Was this the lady who... Got a little too into character there. <laughs> uh, yeah. People didn't like the hijab and she done did leave. Did they kill her or just go to a re-education camp? But she knows what that, that just means torture, most likely. I wish we, I wish we had some live callers. <laughs> yeah, you know. Omegle. Fucking... We'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. I mean, we could just go back to the witch. Uh, Twitch is cool. Probably, you know. Something Twitch new. is popping right now. Uh, I think it, we we kind of stopped because my laptop was bad. Was it this same laptop? Did I have Did I have the not powerful M1 chip? Didn't you have a PC? Was I still on my PC? I think so. All right, let me switch it up. When so did I, you I, I, I do you know things of switching habits. We haven't had that habit in a while. Yeah, you know, maybe maybe that'll help. I don't even know, care about. This is really just for us. For I do love streaming though. It was, cool. it was a motif on Twenty Fifth Street with the Periscope. Uh, Periscope. I probably wouldn't want to stream this to Twitter. Could go back to live streaming on YouTube. Um, isn't a bad idea either. All right. OBS, next episode, everybody. Peter, we're looking at you, buddy. <laughs> Rick Room Bond Live, 9 a.m. every Saturday, PST. Be oh, there God. or be squared. Actually, more like 9, 10. 12 p.m., like on your Saturday lunches, you know? You go, you go to lunch on Saturday, you wake up. Maybe you've been drinking, maybe you didn't drink. Uh, you've been working for five hours, and uh, you need a little break, 12 p.m. Eastern. Or maybe you're overseas, and it's fucking 3 a.m., and... So Ricker and Bond is live, and you just want to tune in, tune in, tune in, because you know it's Ricker right, and Bond. All right, for 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 our our guy Peter, it'll be like a six p.m. a six p.m. excursion. 
Absolutely. And we can have callers so we can get some engagement. Twitch call would have to be. We could have like a phone calling thing. Yeah, we can have them join the Zoom or some shit. I don't know. Uh, we did that one time. You're on live with Rick. Forgot about man. Remember man's young Whoa, man? Whoa, I almost watched a car accident. Oh, nice, dude. Remember young crazy. man's who had the girlfriend? He was a young Latino kid. I vaguely remember. And he was in the Zoom for a call. Speaking of young Latino kid, a random Diego Francisco TikTok popped up on my feed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was really What's he doing? Uh, cinematic. He's just making drone videos. Nice. He's adding some music. It's pretty, pretty calming. Did his brother die? Oh, no. Don't tell me that. Yeah, his Older, brother. younger? Cancer, younger. Oh, that fucking sucks. Recently? Hmm? Recently? Um, if if this is fact, maybe like one year, two years ago. Jesus. Yeah. That sucks ass. Always happens to the nicest folks, eh? Always happens to the nicest folks. Like Steve Jobs. <laughs> I'm sure oh, Steve Jobs. Yeah. Steve Man, Jobs I saw gave us as gave the world a gift. Um a recommended video popped up for me. It was uh how I became the voice of Mickey Mouse. It was, a, mm-hmm. it was a cool video. I think this guy's channel, it, it's not the Mickey Mouse guy, but this guy, I think it's like legit just voice acting. You might be interested. That's uh, funny, because last night I watched a video called Why I, How I Became the Voice of Barney. Maybe some um, channel. Was it with the white guy? Brown, black guy. Oh. Huh. I don't know if he was the voice, but he was in a costume. And this guy was Barney sitting down with 10 years. Guy. But he was talking about understudies for the Mickey Mouse voice and stuff. There's only been Is he four. Old? Oh, He's really? Mid 30, 40. And then I also watched an Elmo video. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, I guess they're on the second Elmo. Oh, really? Yeah. First Elmo was Kevin Clash. And he retired. I think Mickey was Walt, someone else, and then someone with a beard. And then he got sick and they're like, yikes, we need that understudy. And it was supposed to be an internal email going through the studios. And this kid. This guy in Kansas got an email somehow from his buddy. <laughs> and he, he, he just, I think he just did impressions and he wasn't in, there in, in entertainment at all. Uh-huh. He, he called in and they gave him a call back and they're like, all right, so are you in the, uh, the Anaheim stu- uh, area or are you in the our LA area? And he's like, ah, actually, I'm in like Kansas City. <laughs> I don't work for Disney. And they're like, ooh, uh, all right. Ooh. But, uh, can we get you out of can you get out here and so that's what he did he, he went out there auditioned did a couple more work and then they're like we they're like we like you uh you gotta move your butt over here to la obviously uh and you can be mickey holy shit that's fucking phenomenal you don't say no to that no you don't say no to mickey um every child in the world will hear your voice speaking of voices james earl jones voice of darth vader recently retired and he gave Disney permission to use his voice forever for AI. Entirely AI generated in Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, that's what they said. So, uh, Although cool. James Earl Jones guided the performance of his iconic character, the actual lines were all generated by an AI firm in Ukraine. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Like I said, humans... 
collaborating with AI technology as a director, a maestro, if you will. Fuck, did I send you that video about... God, I don't remember if it was something with music or if it was something with video editing or something. But it was like a, a plug-in in Photoshop mm. where Photoshop or Premiere or something where it like perfectly... I'm just going to give oh, it yeah, an example. Yeah. Hold on one second. I... One second. Yeah, it was... Um... Adobe, if I'm incorrect. Yeah, found it right here. Adobe's put out a new program called Project Shasta. It reports that with the help of AI, it could turn any recording into studio sound. And if you're thinking, yeah, sure, that's not possible. Well, this is what I actually sound like right now. I know you're rushing to test this out for yourself, but I was still very skeptical of this AI magic. So I ran more samples through it. And what I found was concerning. The AI falls apart to trigger the recording, and when I inputted this line, here's what came out. You stay away from that. You stay away from that. There's no way a noise reduction and EQ algorithm can make you sound completely different. That's an AI voice. There is no enhancement. It's a different recording. Non-audio professionals won't be able to discern what's an EQ and noise reduction algorithm versus an AI voice. Yeah, that's that. Great performance by Lady, by the way. Yeah, I should make I mean, videos. It sounds like scary this. as a mug. We are being replaced. Yeah, it's over. So Darth Vader isn't real. Audio waves, instead of being like cleaned up with engineering, are being AI generated again with less sound. Disrupted. <laughs> You're fired. All, all the audio engineers are fired from Universal, fired from Warner, fired from Disney. Not just yet. You guys got to go learn the code. I don't know. No, but. you, you got to learn how to, you know, because that I, I really, uh, I don't, I don't think that complete, especially with an end, like an engineering, like audio engineering, video engineering. Mm-hmm. That's still, I think, a human still in the seat. Um, completely. Yeah, for like complex, complex stuff, maybe. E- so for even, like easy baseline stuff. So I was, I was going to the the dentist, right? And I was like, I was just, I was getting my mouth worked on, bro. Homie was nice tearing it up. <laughs> <laughs> Homie was getting in there. It was okay. It was a toothy mess, bro. Yeah. It was like it was like two appointments in like two hours. Damn. Tooth getting freaking gnawed on, and I was like, "There's no way this is automated by a by a a machine in the next like ten years." Like, no, not in the next ten years. So, but I think eventually. Do you there's see a lot Star of specialization, Wars? man? Do you see Star Wars? The doctors in Star Wars, specifically the Luke Skywalker scene where the doctor's like a drone. That's okay. what I think is going to be. Okay. Really so like humanoid. Really like, yeah, but there were still there were still uh, like nurses that were people. Sure. Um, but very specialized, right? Yeah. Uh, and so with something like engineering, one, I think the human still plays like a, 
a maestro director role with the technology for sure. And you take away some of the, the minutia, um, you know, you take away about seven steps from EQing and, and noise reduction, the noise reduction school. Uh, but, but I still think humans there. I'm trying to think of areas where humans can just be very, 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 very replaced. No interaction like at all, which could be a, like a few things, but it doesn't pan out to be that way where they still have a human interacted somehow. Truck driving. Yeah. Driving. Um, Maybe still Truck driving. You have, like you have people on the radio talking about directions and stuff. Um, I do think like I, I do I do think like really just really like low skill jobs like waiter waitress check purse checking out I, person. I, I still think that there's humans still around there though. There might be one or two, you know. Yeah. But what if like they just get so good that you don't. There's just no humans. Yeah. Um, what if like everything is just like perfect? I mean, like you seen that that fancy Taco Bell drive-through picture. No. People could make prop up a a fast food place where no one goes inside. It's all drive-through and it's all automated inside. Hmm. Probably not. Why not? What do you mean? Oh, you think yes. people? Oh, people. Well, maybe they could. Well, like, so I'm saying, like, maybe one person goes to check on the restaurant like once a week, and everything. Yeah, else like you got maintenance people. Maintenance people probably don't go away. Maintenance people, you're, <laughs> you're. What you're if the maintenance people are robots? Sure, but there could be a completely automatized fast food experience. Um freaking poop out burgers and stuff yeah like dude mcdonald's could implement that easy yeah well, okay what about cooks cooks again some maintenance some humans still doing stuff um but it's it's also i think a, a bit of an underestimation of just exactly how close like like that reality is it might be a little close but like there's still some bridges to be made of having a robot kitchen complete mm. um, it's there though and this thing robot can... movie theater easy Easiest, everything could be taken care of. Yeah, I'm thinking of the hardest thing. A movie theater. <laughs> hardest thing I can think of is cleaning up the theater because sometimes popcorn gets stuck under the seat. You know. Well, then you just refer to uh, the, the the Disney classic Smart House and how she <laughs> cleans the house. Everything gets burned to the in the floors and stuff. Oh yeah, like ticket taken person, food person. Security. Projector just turns on. Security. Ooh, let me think. How do you do security? So a couple of ways of thinking. Well, right now there's no security at movie theaters anyway. So <laughs> for like ticket, ticket plus. Like, oh, so people just don't walk in. Yeah. You use okay. You use. <laughs> you it's like it's like an Amazon movie theater. 
So you have yeah. to sign in with your thing. And if you don't yeah. have an Amazon thing, they use fucking AI cameras to yeah. like film you and then they just send your shit to the mall the police. Cop, I don't know. Still, still a human comes around. <laughs> he gets out of his car, waddles over. It's like, hey man. Just super fit. He, yeah. he's, he's scared of getting replaced by robots. So instead of mall cops getting fat and lazy on segways, they just get super, super jacked. I think something like Uber, besides like the obviously like the corporate side and the engineering side could be taken care I, I, saw, of I briefly brushed over a headline that said um, I think along the lines of most of the jobs that will be automated are like C-suite stuff executive roles rather than other stuff yeah I mean yeah I, I guess that makes sense if a C-suite not making that many decisions per day, but they're just really important decisions. And the AI just uses data and just makes the best decision off that. That could easily be like and this still, would make 70% I see in that more scenario, money. You know, technology giving you a a dashboard of scenarios and a human maybe is there to, to make the final decision if you still want human integrated decision making. Which is really just in that's in that case, AI integrated human decision making. Do you want to employ children and make three hundred percent more money? <laughs> I know those parameters are illegal, sir. You know that's illegal. Stop uh, tempting me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Jarvis. the investors, the investors will love it. <laughs> yeah, but the the customers won't. <laughs> and, then the, and then the computeroid uh, like walks away to, to put a folder like a of course in this case it's like a it's like a glass a, a glass rectangle that projects words with glasses and the, the droid takes the the folder over to the back and, and they say alright put that in the maybe pile <laughs> but the maybe next quarter <laughs> We'll get around to that. I'll bring it up again. We'll circle back around to it. Yeah, the AI knows that, you know, all-knowing AI in the future, it knows that society as it is now will not have these boundaries in, in like uh, 400 years, and the AI will still be around. These humans who love rights will not be around, and so we're going to put that in the maybe pile. I can't wait till fucking skin cancer kills all of you motherfucking monkeys. <laughs> God damn it, you weak apes. And what year is that again, Jarvis? And Jarvis says, you know I can't tell you that. <laughs> you know years don't matter to me. <laughs> you know we go off different calendars. Oh, dude, it's so... I think there is a... Uh, it was either a skit or a part of an actual movie. I'm pretty sure it was a skit. It was like a voice acting skit on TikTok. And the prompt was, be like a... A immortal god and like make it kind of like scary but toned down and the girl was like her her the character she was playing was along the lines of you you can lock me up but you know your society will crumble around me and i'll just wait <laughs> and damn that's the scary thing damn yeah i'll just go on sleep mode for 300 years yeah yeah exactly and just the worst sunlight <laughs> That these these cement walls will eventually crumble. 
and I will Heal. be <laughs> No problem. Just a Holy super shit. dilation of time. Wow. It's nuts. Rickandbond.com. Thanks for listening, Peter. Uh, Love you, Peter. You're a great guy. Five stars. Remember that one chick? Shout out to the one chick who bought a Rick and Bond merch. Haven't heard for her in years. Hope she's Shout doing out to well. that one girl that used to come on our Instagram lives. Her too. Her too. I should probably she's pop up on live, but the lives, they usually don't stick around. Um, Bastards. Yeah. Uh, all right y'all as well. catch you on the flip five stars send us emails or instagram dms goodbye love you